business strategy and entrepreneurship. My name is Robin Hartung. I am the CEO and co-founder of Noye. That's at www.noje.biz. It's an online marketplace for craft coffee, chocolate, tea, honey, and other fun things like that. So go ahead and check it out when you get a chance. Um, I know it's been a couple of weeks since I last posted a podcast. That's because I just moved to San Francisco with my husband and my business, so things got to get a bit hectic there for a bit. Um, But now that we are all moved, I should be able to start posting more frequently. So today I've got on my show uh, good friends of mine, John and Emma. They are a couple that are both um, doing some business together in the art and photography world. And uh, I wanted to talk to them because it's kind of unique to be a couple that does you know, work together and a couple that does artistic work together. It's kind of, it's very interesting work to be involved with. Um, so if you guys want to say hi. Hello. Oh, hey. <laughs> that was quick. Um, so I'd love to start by hearing your story. I know I knew you guys when you first met and when you first started dating, but the entire world does not know your story. So uh, I would love to hear when and how did you guys meet? You want to tell that story? <laughs> I guess I'm a little better at telling that story. Let's hear it. <laughs> yes. um, we actually used to, I guess we've always technically worked together. Okay. When you think about our relationship, and I think that's partially why this works out so well. Yeah. Because um, we met each other in a work environment. We used to work each o- with each other at Starbucks. Okay. Um, yeah. Scripps Ranch, Poway area. Yeah. Cool. And I remember the day that he came in for an interview. And uh, we didn't really hang out too much while we worked together, but, you know, a little bit here and there. And then I, I eventually went to a new location, and that's when we got a little bit closer. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. So you wanted to stay in touch. You were like, oh, man, this person's cool. Yeah. And now that I don't work with them anymore, guys, exactly. stay in touch. Yeah, you okay. know, more of a friendship, less business relationship. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. You don't want to dip the pen in the company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> doing photography for quite a while and I've seen some of your work from when you were like in high school and earlier mm-hmm. so what first got you kind of started in photography um I actually I I got my first camera when I was maybe nine okay between nine and eleven years old I was really young sure um my father was actually before he became a deputy sheriff mm-hmm. <laughs> he actually pursued um photography and he actually used to take all sorts of home videos and we have tons of photos from way back when and when he was a kid he had a camera of his own and that I actually inherited. Very (laughs) cool, very cool. And he sort of of stemmed from my father but definitely was an interest of mine ever since I was a young girl. Awesome. You have a favorite subject matter? Um, I love people and portraiture I think. Um, There's so many so many different things to appreciate about the human form yeah. and there are so many different ways to capture that oh yeah especially like well I mean not in, just with photography obviously but especially with photography you know oh, sure. and I have a lot of fun with that for You've sure got seven billion unique sub- subjects so mm-hmm. it's a pretty cool area to shoot mm-hmm. how about you John when did you first start doing photography uh, in high school high school also, okay yeah. on film uh-huh. uh, and then I just kind of did well, independent photography on point and shoot mm-hmm. for uh, my own personal, you 
of it, and then I graduated college and just wanted to be on my own. Very cool. Found a job to do photography with. Nice, 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 nice. And then you guys do other types of art as well. So you have, um, I've seen some like spray paint art that you've done mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. other really interesting mediums that you guys work with. Um, what's kind of your favorite these days? Um, I mean, I like working with spray paint a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I still love photography and sports photography is what I do mostly. Right. So I do a lot of games, mm -hmm. you know, a couple games per week, you know, five cool. or ten games a week uh, during the school year. Uh, but the spray paint is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Spray paint on a surfboard. I haven't seen too many people like spray paint on a surfboard, particularly yeah. uh, in like the scenes that I'm spraying. But I have seen people spray like you know tiki spray, tiki scenes or do other type of painting stuff like that on surfboards right. for sure. When you're doing kind of outer spacey stuff, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It looks yeah. really very interesting, and it's like a, a perspective that you wouldn't necessarily get, I guess, from photography that you get to create. Yeah. with the spray paint so that's definitely been a treat especially as of like the past year or so maybe like six seven months about trying to get some like galaxy like photography done but like haven't really had an opportunity yet to get out to like borrego springs or anywhere and do it yeah. julian mm -hmm. we talked about going to julian and getting some good like galaxy shots yeah that's cool i've seen some interesting stuff where they capture the Milky Way and you look up and at it and you go, oh my god, I can't even see that most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how did you capture that? Um, do you have to get any different special equipment or is it more just patience and exposure? Yeah, it's patience and exposure. You gotta wait for the right time. You gotta wait for the moon to go away. Sure. You know, especially even if you're up where there's no city lights, you still have to wait for the moon to go down. So yeah. if you're talking at like 2 or 4 or 5 a.m., you know, mm -hmm. like right before, like basically right before the sun comes up and right as the moon goes down, you know, so it's not like a long period of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. That seems to be like a big trick with photography is like patience and being there at the right moment and yeah. waiting for your shot. Spend all day, you know, yeah. sometimes if you're going to do like a real photography shoot, you know, figure out which one you're going to do, like real estate or something like that, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. I want like night and day shoots. Right. So you spend the entire day, uh -huh. you know, just there. <laughs> you know, waiting right. for the right time for the sun to be like, now! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So with, uh, with you, John, I think right now you're doing just your self-employment photography, that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So when did you decide to transition from, I know you had like traditional jobs in the past, obviously. When did you decide, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a risk and do things on my own now. Uh, I mean, I guess it wasn't like a formal decision as much as it was I was just done working for other people. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, I hear ya. So I had gotten a photography job that was on my own uh, for the sports gig. Okay. And then that kind of stemmed and I was still working kind of with someone else at the time. Yeah. Not so much for them. Yeah. And then I stopped working with them and then just kind of was only doing my photography stuff. And I was just able to kind of continue to build on that. So I did like sports photography, food photography, real estate photography. Um, and I saw you shot your dad's wedding, right? Yeah, I shot my dad's wedding. That what? seemed really cool. You guys were in Iceland? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. That was a lot of fun. I, I enjoy weddings, but I don't think it's something that I want to pursue as like an active job. It seems stressful. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. yeah. It seems like people are pretty high maintenance when it comes to their wedding. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Food photography and real estate photography, so the subjects don't really talk back. Right. You know, right, right, right. You don't have one. anyone saying like, no, you're shooting my bad side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> cheeseburger does not tell you it's its bad side. Every side is the good side. You eat the cheeseburger afterwards. Oh, there you go. Oh, when you do food photo shoots, do they let you eat the food? Oh, yeah. Oh, 
I brought so home, jealous. I was at Burger Lounge <laughs> a couple weeks ago, and I brought home like two or three burgers that we had, and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Very cool. It's like a canola vegetable burger or something like that. This one was delicious, and a turkey burger. Super, super cool. Mm-hmm. So Emma, you're uh, pursuing photography of your own as well. Um, are you doing anything actively at this time, or have you put it a little bit on hiatus to kind of develop things up a little more, get the portfolio going? Um, I'm actually, um, I, I put a pause on my photo work for now, Yeah. which is which is why it's nice to have an employer, because then I don't fall back right. solely on my creative side, because mm-hmm. I definitely hit, hit those creative lulls from yeah, time to yeah, time. Yeah, it's easy to hit a wall. Uh, when I pursue photography, I definitely pursue it creatively more so than mm-hmm. professionally, and I look more towards making art that if someone wants to purchase, you know, they can kind of a thing. Okay. So I'm working more right now on um, gathering a few models that I plan mm-hmm. on working with and building ideas for uh, potential shoots. I'm actually talking with two people that I plan on shooting here soon and possibly another within the next few months or so, a few weeks if that. That's super cool. Mm-hmm. So it seems like you really like working at your own pace. Mm-hmm set your own, you know, subject matter, and, you know, John, it seems like you're doing things a little bit differently. You're working within, um, you know, an entrepreneurial mindset and saying, okay, you want me to shoot that? You got it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I don't really mind what it is. You yeah. Know, I get enough yeah. Uh, my lenses to, to cover really every little aspect of things. Mm-hmm. We're like 95% of stuff you're going to do. Uh, it helps out when we share equipment. Make it easy for each other. Very cool, very cool. Okay, so Emma, with you doing um, more of an artistic approach, there's of course still, you know, the business entrepreneur aspect side of things where, um, you know, if you want to sell your work, then you've got to market, you've got to, you know, go to places where you can make sales, you've got to learn how to price stuff. Um, how have you been doing with all of that? Um, it's, it's very, uh, I don't want to say challenging, but yeah. it's a different... Um, a different mindset, like you're saying, you know, yeah, it's not yeah, yeah. not something that I prioritize. I want to say right. because I'm, um, like I said, I'm pursuing things more creatively and artistically, more sure. so about the expression and uh-huh. not so much about the moolah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I ask because I'm the same way. I I don't really like. Uh, I guess I'm learning to like, but I don't didn't initially like. Um, I guess being entrepreneurial and having to. Mm-hmm put my CEO hat on and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know, swing my balls around and stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> totally. so to speak. Um, um, it's, it's an investment, for sure, yeah. like putting yourself out there, um, even like financially, but also emotionally, because yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you're the same way, where mm-hmm. you're like, what are, what are people going to think? Do people actually want this, you know, yeah. like, so I can, I mean, I could market all I want, it's uh-huh. just a matter of whether or not it appeals to the people I'm marketing to, I guess. Um, right. yeah, that's something that I've been figuring out as well. And we've participated in a few different art shows. Yeah. Which well, is... I know that you were, at, um, they were, you were at a farmer's market or some sort of market for a while. Yeah, yeah. And that's another venture that we've considered pursuing as well. And Very cool. Um, that's another uh, time and financial investment in and of itself. So, I'm I mean, it's keeping up with all these different things is very mm-hmm. challenging for me, and I haven't figured out a way to balance that out mm-hmm. appropriately, but something that I'm definitely working on. Yeah, sure. I looked at farmer's markets at one point, and uh, I went to 
what was it? It was some sort of seminar about how to do a farmer's market. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize how much goes into that mm -hmm. and how much they charge for rent. Right. And, you know, the fact that they really do expect you to be there every single week. Right. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I'm going to show up when I feel like it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's it's interesting to see that that actually is kind of like having a regular job. Mm -hmm. It's just slightly different. Definitely. And then, like, even the few farmer's markets that we've been to, mm -hmm. a lot of them are pushing, like, goods that you purchase, like, material goods. and. Yeah. When they're trying to get your attention, I mean, a lot of the time it's there's a lot of shouting, there's a lot of, you know, we've got deals, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out an approach for my artwork in that regard, like, yeah, buy my photo, you know, and like getting in, <laughs> getting in someone's face, like, do you like my work? You know, like, <laughs> I just don't see that. Well, A, being effective or uh -huh. something that I even really want to do. You no, know? not <laughs> at all. It's, uh, it seems, I guess, very much pushy and yeah. kind of anti-art, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I hope that um, with enough, um, I mean, on my Facebook page, for mm -hmm. example, I've, I've put a little money into that and I have a little over 500 followers in, in San Diego and, and, you know, I'll post original artwork every now and then and it's, it's interesting to see the public react in that regard, which is um, reassuring, but I'm hoping to find people who want to purchase my art more organically, I guess, in that way. Right, mm -hmm. right, right, yeah, that's definitely one one approach for sure. I mean, like, it's it's interesting to see how can you, you find that balance between, like, actual promotion and marketing and people organically finding you and saying, wow, this is really cool, and um, I've definitely gone over in my head like what's too much you know what's too much marketing what's too much promotion what's going to make people go wow I've seen this person pop up in my feed like 10 times today what the hell right you know <laughs> definitely so I just I never know I never know so you seem to have a lot of cool social marketing skills going on I see your Instagram popping off I see um, you've got Facebook pretty well controlled like you, you seem to have that pretty well dialed in. Do you have any particular strategies there? Uh, I just post as often as quickly as I can. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, sometimes I let it go for a few days and it shouldn't, it should be like every single day. Yeah. Know? But I mean, what I know about marketing is it's all about what people think about your brand. Right. You know, so I mean, no matter if you're in their face a hundred times or one time. Right. If they, you know, if the one time they hate you or the hundred times they hate you. Mm -hmm. You right. know what I mean? Right. So really this is just kind of irrelevant. You know, yeah. how many times you market. Yeah. Uh, so they gotta, you know, I think one thing I feel like gets lost a lot is like mm -hmm. the customer service side of it because people can, yeah. you know, lose sight of, uh, you know, taking care of who who you're working with. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I've had customers and clients that I work with that they hated my photography. Like, they absolutely hated it. Wow. <laughs> you know, like, you know, a guy did a jewelry shoot and uh -huh. they couldn't stand any of the, sh any of the shots. Oh, like, wow. These all suck. And I'm looking at them like, you can use these all over the place. Like, you know, I posted one to my social media. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't understand how you can't use any of them. Wow. You know, especially coming from, you know, a person who's self-employed. Like, yeah. You know, that person, the jeweler self-employed. There's right. no one above them saying, you can't use this. It's just them saying they, that I can't use these. So what uh, what did you do to kind of handle that? I just told them sorry, and I told them the truth. I was like, well, you know, like I just said, I told you, I was like, there's no mm -hmm. one above you, you know, person that's jeweler. I was like, there's no one above you 
telling you, you you can't use them. Right. It's just you saying you can't use them for whatever reasons in your brain. And then were they giving you any feedback that would actually help you correct it? or? Yeah, they're like, well, that's not professional, that's not what I asked for. And I'm gotcha. like, well, okay, so all the things you did ask for, you know, right. totally came after I finished all the photography. Yeah. You know, yeah. after I finished photography, the person was like, oh yeah, by the way, I want it all on white backgrounds. I want it all uh -huh. on, you know, all certain particular dimension and I was like, Got well, it. that would have been great to know like, yeah, absolutely. as I was doing it. Absolutely. Because you know? I didn't use a white background. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't even bother using a flash to make a white background. Yeah. So it was just kind of, um, you know, it was kind of stupid. So it's challenging when people expect you to be psychic. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I try to ask a bunch of questions and a lot of times I'll say like, oh, you know, I'll give them the reins. Like, oh, do you want it right here? Do you want this right there? Is this okay? Is that okay? And they're uh -huh. like, oh, well, I want you to know. It's like, well, I, I do know, but like, right. I want to hear what you got to say because like, I don't want to assume like putting it right here is going to be the best thing yeah. and you're going to like it. Well, and there's like, there are so many different approaches you can take to any like product photography or any type of photography. You might want to have it be everything's in focus and you can see every single little detail or you might want it to be a little bit more you know more artistic and have some stuff out of focus and play around with color or whatever so you know I've, I've done a little bit of photography product photography on my own for my own website and it's definitely a challenge you know some things you look at them you go wow that's so pretty and then you take a picture of it and you go that is hideous. What did I do? Yeah. What happened within the span of this one shutter that turned it from beautiful to what is that? Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. interesting. Uh, so you guys both have websites. I mean, yours is mainly work in progress, but from what I saw, it looks really damn good so far. Mm -hmm. And then, um, John, yours is up and running and you're actively using it um, to book gigs and sell art and photography and whatnot. How did you guys do your websites? I just, I built them on my own for mine. You know, okay. Mm -hmm. So you got some web design skills? Yeah, the old WordPress. Okay. You just plug and play, you know, gotcha. drop this here, drop that there. Mm -hmm. you know, it's not too, not too difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, uh, like other web programs can be really hard to use. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. WordPress is easy. It does run a little slower. Gotcha. That's my, my, my biggest concern is that it mm -hmm. does run slower. You know, if you go with like GoDaddy and like their best plan or whatever, it's still right, right. not going to run as fast. Yeah. You know, and uh, I usually like to leverage Facebook mm -hmm. for a lot of imaging yeah. and handling. So, you know, you can post an album on Facebook right. and like one image on your website. Right. So the, the memory doesn't stack up. And yeah, just so you won't slow it down. Yeah, exactly mm -hmm. over Got there. It. So it kind of keeps everything kind of fresh and clean. That's good. Uh, that's an easy way to help. Cool. Memory size stuff. So. Mm -hmm. And do you have any background in web design, or do you just kind of say, you know what, I need a website. I'm gonna do this. Uh, well, I mean, I started building websites a bunch of years ago with someone, you know, another company, mm -hmm. um, and helping them, you know, kind of determine how to build new websites and stuff, and just kind of been doing that ever since. Learning, I, you know, I don't really do it for for money anymore, or really help for advertising, mm -hmm. build websites. But since the knowledge I learned in the previous job, I just kind of carried over. Yeah. For myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it can be nice to help out a friend, you know, every once in a while people will be like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. Exactly. And it always feels good to say, oh, I've been there and this is where you start. Yeah. I'll, I'll pass out <laughs> knowledge more than, yeah, for anything. Yeah. It's, it's like taking 
building a website almost is like doing a, a wedding. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really mm-hmm. personal to the person you're doing it for. Yeah. You know, everything's got to be perfect. And, Absolutely. You know, the other person on the other end does not really understand why it's not perfect, you know. Right, so yeah. You know, that's why I choose not to build websites that for can others. That you know? be a definite frustrating thing <laughs> as well, you yeah. know. You have so many details and it's like, well, can you move this over 10 pixels? That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> they jump on their phone and they're like, ah, it's all out of place. And you're like over here on the computer and it's like, uh-huh. oh, it's perfect. And it's like, well, you know. Right. You know, I'm not building definitely different things. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I hear you. How about you, Emma? How'd you approach your website? Um, well, I mean, I used to do a little web designing. And when I was still in high school, I played around with building different websites and stuff. I played around with HTML a little bit. But oh, fun. as I got older, I definitely lost a little interest in doing that. And so... When it came to building my website recently, I definitely had to go for some help. Okay. So John actually um, sort of helped me get my website up and going and Mm -hmm. then was like, here are the reins, you know, like plug and play, you know, just put whatever info you need in there and Mm -hmm. if you need any help, I'm here kind of a thing. So he's definitely a resource in that regard for sure. Yeah. Um, So Emma, you, I knew you mentioned earlier that you were taking a bit of a hiatus because of um, trying to not get creatively burnt out um, and, you know, trying to focus more on art. Uh, Do you find that it's, I guess, kind of easy to get the creative burnout thing going on or is it like comes in waves and you go I'm feeling really super creative right now and I'm gonna bang out like 20 art pieces and then it kind of slumps like how, what's your process um, I can't I can't really specify on a process yeah. I mean, as much as I would like to right, um, right there's there's no method to this madness here yeah. it's definitely um, um, I feel like especially as I get older and I and I face different <laughs> obstacles and I encounter these different things mm-hmm. um, and I handle things differently. I feel mm-hmm. as though, like, art when I was younger was a form of expression, and I did so much suffering. Yeah. And I feel like uh, there, there was so much art to come from that suffering. Mm-hmm. And then I got older, and I was able to process everything differently, and mm-hmm. I was able to have a more open mind, and mm-hmm. I don't suffer nearly as much as I used to. Yeah. So so my art has definitely suffered because of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So yeah. It, it takes a lot more to get... Um, my creativity going in that regard and when I do um, it's I, I face a lot of um, personal challenges like oh, is this is this even any good yeah does anybody even want to look at this because I'm mm-hmm. personally I feel like I'm sure every artist feels this way though yeah. where they're like my art is different you uh-huh. know like no one's gonna want to look at this but yeah um, that's definitely something that I'm trying slowly to overcome and at my own pace I feel as though I feel as though if I had a little more financial freedom, mm-hmm. I guess, would be a, a good way to phrase it. If I had a little more financial freedom, my, my creativity mm-hmm. would probably have a little more leeway yeah. in order yeah, to be yeah. expressed. But, you know, yeah. they come and they go. <laughs> Seems like funding projects, uh, that's something that I've been talking about with all of the guests that have been my, on my show so far, is like, how are you funding your business ventures and it seems people have to get very very creative because um mm-hmm. you know of course traditional banks it's getting harder and harder to get a loan especially if you are like okay i'm a creative but i i you know don't necessarily know how this is going to work out i just really need you to have some faith in me and mm-hmm. banks are like yeah good luck with that have fun <laughs> so um 
so far it's been mainly self-funding that I've been seeing or like getting help from family, friends, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting to see, I guess, small business owners taking a turn away from the bank system and traditional loans. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very interested in Kickstarter. I have not researched it yet, but it seems like super, super cool projects are always on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever, you know, my business is, I guess, ready to scale, definitely want to look at the Kickstarter. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So you guys, as a couple, you seem to be super supportive of each other and your goals. Um, I guess kind of like what has been the glue that keeps you guys together and keeps you guys like, okay, I'm going to be supportive of you and you're going to be supportive of me and we're just going to do this together rather than, I guess, pursuing your own separate goals and, you know, not, not focusing on each other. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it comes down to, um, well, Openly communicating yeah. to one another is a big thing, mm-hmm. um, but also just keeping an open mind about what we're trying to pursue, mm-hmm. and um, if anything, I think we both just want to see each other be successful mm-hmm. and and be happy in that success, so it's very easy to get behind him because I love him and I just want to see him do well, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. anything that I can do to help him in that regard, you know, I'm all for it. Yeah. And I'm sure he feels the same way. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. That's super cool to see. Not everyone's like that. I see a lot of, I guess, couples that um, either want the other to take a more uh, traditional path and they're a little afraid of taking the risk or allowing their partner to take the risk. Mm-hmm. Or... Um, you know, even can get resentful of the other's success. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, it's cool to see you guys. I always see you guys, like, at each other's shows and smiling and talking and happy and, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we do what we need to, you know, to, to pay the bills and stuff. It yeah. looks like the sports photography, you know, that pays the bills during the school year. And, mm-hmm. Like, I drive for Uber and Lyft. You know, it's all good. teaching like, chess as well. Yeah, I yeah. teach chess. Oh, that's super cool. Day, like, I knew you were a chess person, but I didn't know you were doing teaching. Yeah, I've been for almost two years now. So just like after school, you know, Monday through Friday, doing like a one one class per week. I just got my schedule just the other day because school started back up. So yeah, so I have a class every every day. You know, usually in like the middle of the day for most schools, uh, like the Montessori style schools. So yeah. I'm like kind of like a program like within all the stuff they have to do. Very cool. Uh, but then some other schools where I'm just after school. Yeah. Uh, and then right after that, I go straight to you know sports. Mm-hmm. And before all that, I Uber and Lyft. Yeah. So some some of the days I'll be up at like four or five in the morning, and just starting to Uber and Lyft, and mm-hmm. just do that until like twelve or one p.m. and go on to other things. So it seems like you're definitely taking advantage of the kind of more shared economy phenomenon that's been happening, where you have a ton of different uh, contract. Kind of, kind of gigs. A lot of people are taking advantage of like there's Postmates, there's Uber, there's Lyft, there's uh, DoorDash, there's, um, gosh, I was reading about, there was one company that has like on-demand services that you can do for other businesses depending on what their needs are. Mm-hmm. And it can be like, oh man, I really need people to just like stuff boxes for a day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I don't want to hire employees to stop these boxes. I really only need people for one day. Right. So it seems like more and more you're seeing people that 
don't necessarily want to commit to the one thing. They're doing like 500 different things. It's working out. Mm -hmm. It's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's a lot of effort. Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff getting Absolutely. involved. You know? The chess stuff I like because it kind of helps me teach kids. You know, and I think mm -hmm. I don't get to teach a lot of them. You yeah. Know, I'll teach like yeah, four yeah. to eight of them, ten mm -hmm. at the max. Uh, but they, you know, they I think they're learning a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, just kind of like how to like, think about life and stuff like that. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and they went to Uber and Lyft. Like, uh, it works out pretty well. You know, I, I started it just kind of as an experiment to see yeah. if it would even like gain income and it did. Sure. Yeah, like I work with Postmates also, but cool. through their food photography, I don't try for them. Oh, nice. Okay. So I'm like one of the few photographers that just get gigs through the some system and I just bid on them and take them. That's super cool. It's like uh, a burger lounge and uh, Soul Cafe down here in downtown. Gotcha. I have one friend that I um, <clears throat> that I used to work with that does voiceovers. And I thought yes. that was interesting. He just like he has a really thick Australian accent, <laughs> and so I guess that's something that's kind of in hot demand. Yep. It's like, oh, yeah, Australian accent sense. voiceover. Exactly. You know, yeah, so you should work on my impressions then. Yeah, exactly. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> do you have any good impressions you can do for us? I did one just earlier. What there. was it? I don't remember either, but it was, I got him going. <laughs> I got him going for sure. But no, yeah, I should yeah. look into that for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I was kind of looking at it too, because once he mentioned it, I was like, well, you know, I can talk. I, 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 can I have a voice. <laughs> I have a voice. I have a microphone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I was looking at some of the websites that he uses, and then, of course, they want to know, what other voice work have you done? I'm like... My entire life I have been talking. <laughs> I haven't given up speaking for a day. <laughs> I have not come one day without talking since I was like two years old. <laughs> but yeah, that's not the kind of experience they want to see, of course. Not so much. Uh, so I guess my last question for both of you would be if there's someone out there listening that is thinking about getting into starting their own business, turning their creativity into, um, you know, their, their work, what would you give them for your best advice? I would say, you know, just go for it. Not everybody's going to be, you know, Steve Jobs or Elon Musk, so don't set yourself those types of goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're, you know, everybody's uh, creativity is a varying scale and you just mm -hmm. gotta have real realisticness about it like I understand that you know for myself you know although I enjoy my photography I mm -hmm. like my paintings I don't think it's anything more than pedestrian work and you know I, I think that having those expectations uh, that you're not going to be the next God's gift might help you in, in finding you know a stable source of income yeah you know for art and you know being mm -hmm. able to be artistic you know so, what I mean? yeah realistic expectations yeah exactly I'm not saying don't think you're good right, you know? right, right. don't think highly of yourself just yeah. don't you know go out there thinking that you're gonna be you know all right I'm gonna you know I'm the next you know yeah person yeah. that's gonna invent the next wheel yeah, yeah. So don't spend happen. your time comparing yourself yeah. to other artists oh, yeah. specifically exactly. yeah exactly absolutely you can art. definitely um, have idols and and artists that you mm -hmm. admire and I think it's good to have a few people that you look up to artistically right but definitely don't don't waste your time comparing yourself to other artists yeah, yeah. something that I think a lot of people do yeah well in, the, in and outside of the art world yeah. I think that a lot of time is wasted comparing yourself 
to other people. Definitely. You know? Like, oh, Same. I haven't done this yet. I haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. Right, so yeah. Like, well, well what, I, what have I done? Yeah. You know? And the, this obsession I have with what I haven't done is not really helping me so much. Yeah, it's just like a negative spiral. Right, right, Try right. to stay out of that. Yeah. You know, and just be happy with the fact that you're doing, you know, what you like to do. Whether it's art or whether it's, you know, making rubber duckies. Like, who cares? Like, you know, someone likes to do it. Dude, I love rubber duckies. <laughs> like, I love you rubber know? duckies. And whatever you're doing, there's someone out there that's going to love it. Mm-hmm. It helps to set creative goals uh-huh. as well. Yeah. You know, definitely, cool. even if it tests you uh-huh. creatively a little bit, I think, mm-hmm. you know, starting just like you apply goals to every other aspect of sure. your physical fitness, eating mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you can apply creative goals. Or, you know, I want to I wanna draw something by yeah. Friday. I want to paint something by next Tuesday. Right. Or but, even just like, I'm going to draw 20 minutes every day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good, a way, good way to, to exercise your sure. brain for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finding like you know once a month going to like a meeting that you know pertains to what you like. Uh huh. You know, um, like I'm part of a referral club, so like every week I go to a special referral club on on Wednesdays, and we all pass around mm-hmm. top referrals for each other that comes specifically from like a person. So it's kind of like an in hand, like hey, here you go. I was looking for someone who needs photography. Oh mm-hmm. wow, that's really nice. You know, mm-hmm. So I was looking for someone who needs auto insurance. We got someone that's like you know, works at State Farm. And yeah. Someone that works at a, a build website. Well, actually, does uh-huh. build websites. And we got someone who's a real estate agent. Yeah. Know? So doing things like that, kind of getting yourself out of the norm, uh, helps too. Yeah, yeah, community and networking seem to be super, super helpful and important. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. I guess answer questions you can't really find on your own. Right. I mean, I wouldn't go overboard and go like every place that you can get to and stuff like that. But right. at the same time, it's good to just kind of. Get out there, right? You know, sure. Out of your comfort zone, because also like every meeting we have to go in and we have to say like who you are and mm-hmm. what you do within like a minute and thirty seconds. Oh so wow! Kind okay. of get you trained to kind of helping you describe who you are do and what really you do pitch. really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Brand, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. The art of pitching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not easy. No, no it's not. No, oh man, no. I went to San Diego Startup Week, and then uh, one of the workshops I went to. It had to do with, um, I guess, getting your ideas onto what they call a business canvas. Mm-hmm. So the business canvas is like kind of a one-sheet business plan that gives the key aspects of what is your business. And then you have to pitch that in two minutes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, my God. Right? <laughs> no, it's not easy. I felt like I was just a rambling fiend and uh i probably only got through a third a third of what i was expecting to say so right. and that time goes by quick right exactly. yeah well, i think it's beneficial to get through that kind of stuff yeah and, like, for myself like i definitely tell people that i do food photography real estate sports right and that's it you know, yeah well, do you well it's just not what i'm interested in uh-huh and, sure i could you want to pay me the money that would be required to do that kind of stuff sure of course mm-hmm. you know but like that's not what we're talking about well, I think one of the real advantages to being concise with your pitch um, is it makes people want to ask more questions about you. Mm-hmm. You know, it starts the conversation in a way that they're not already bored with you. Yeah. Because if you ramble, then right. you're going to be like, oh my God, how long has this person been talking? When do I get to leave? Right. Exactly. Yeah. The pitch so. is very much the hook of yeah. your whole essay. Definitely. Make the person <laughs> curious. <laughs> cool. Well, it's been super awesome having you guys on the show, and I have to say, there are a lot of people out there that I think say in their head every day, I really want to do X, and they're doing nothing to make that happen, so it's really cool to see you guys taking the steps 
to make your dreams happen. I think it's super important. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah thanks for having us. Yeah, we appreciate being here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you guys have anything coming up that you'd like to tell the podcast world about? Events, um, promotions, um, specials? Dang. I was going to say. I'm or you can just say what your website is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> website. You can just check us out. Yeah, there's a... Um, my site is emmadunford.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be updating it recently, soon, hopefully mm-hmm. soon. And um, make sure it's uh, tied into my Facebook so you can cool. see where I'm at, see where what events are going down, and try yeah. to be more connected in that regard. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you might have some fun food photo shoots coming up. Definitely. Some mm-hmm. cool stuff coming up. So cool. I hope to get some people intrigued with that. Nice. Sure. Okay. Yeah. And now I'm just jmd619.com. jmd619.com. Yep. And Very cool. uh, you can find all my social links on there and mm-hmm. follow me uh, wherever is great. Facebook is nice because I don't have as many followers on Facebook as I do on Instagram. Yeah. But uh, Instagram is always good to follow me as well. For I just started sure. using the stories. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Instagram stories. I've not ventured into that yet, but I've seen them popping up and it's interesting to see. It I like it. A very intriguing part of. Instagram taking the Snapchat angle. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. I, I kind of wonder if it's going to be like Instagram versus Snapchat and only one can win. You know, yeah. go into the Thunder I mean, Dome. Don't be like It's very much like they're trying to monopolize what yeah. what uh, social media people yeah. are, are flocking to for sure. Facebook owns Instagram, right? Uh, I, I think, think they so. are associated yeah, yeah, yeah. at so least. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure they're together. And I think Facebook at one point tried to buy Snapchat, but yeah. did not work out. Nah. Nah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, you guys have an awesome night. And podcast listeners, even if there's only one of you, have an awesome night too. <laughs> <laughs>